Good evening, good evening, good evening. Maybe it's good morning. It depends on what time you are getting this message. This is Ben Conti, aka the Midnight Writer, doing a special with my boys, the Sideline Junkies. They asked me, the big guy KG, and said, Hey, we need you to give us your thoughts on this draft. I said, Perfect. I'll definitely do that for you. So, what you're going to get in this little sn um, snippet of information, you're going to get who I think goes first, who I think Washington's going to take. And then in between, there's going to be some things to tell you how I just got to this conclusion in this thought process. So again, I am Ben Conti, also known as BC, also known as the Midnight Rider, special project for the Sideline Junkies. So here we are, less than 24 hours off from the draft, maybe even 12, depending on when you get this message. Who's going number one? It's the biggest question that we have out there. It's the biggest thing that everybody's talking about. For the first time, probably in about five years, that we haven't had a consensus person going at number one. It's also the first time that we haven't had a quarterback go number one overall, one, one overall in the last five years. So this is a very interesting dynamic that we're walking into. So here we are, one, Jacksonville, on the board. The biggest person to make a jump this offseason, or this season, I should say, was Aiden Hutchinson, the, the DN from Michigan. Now, there's stories out there because this is lion season, and this is also the time that things get leaked. So one of the rumors out there is that Trent Baalke will not take at, um, Aiden Hutchinson at one overall because he is still mad at Harbaugh from their time in San Francisco. Again, this is all alleged. I have no truth. I have no... No sources on this. This is just a report that I've seen. So don't take this as fact. This is just something that comes out during this time of year. Sometimes it pushes guys down the board. Sometimes it's just fluff and people ignore it. The second thing that happens in this equation is most people think they'll take a left tackle. Well, I personally don't believe that because they just re-signed Cam Robinson. The left tackle they drafted two years ago. They extended them three years, $54 million. I'm sorry, they, they drafted him four years ago. So they extended him today, three years, $54 million. I don't see them doing that to move him over to right tackle and then draft a Evan Neal, uh, um, a Icky Ikonwu, or Chris Cross, Christopher Cross. So, and I don't see them drafting any one of those three elite tackles and then turn them into a right tackle. It just doesn't make sense when it comes to the investment of the first pick overall. So now you have Hutchinson off the board, you have the three tackles off the board. The next person I personally feel should be their choice is Kayvon Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau is a former number one player in high school football. He was number one in this class. Kayvon Thibodeau was also the kid that started at least looking at HBCUs when it came to his recruiting. He actually threatened to go to an HBCU before he committed to Oregon. Now, that might become commonplace that you see some of the bigger talent, like the kid Hunter from um, Gwyneth, Alabama, I mean, I'm sorry, Gwyneth, Georgia, going to Jackson State. So this may become a trend, but he was one of the first guys to actually say, hey, I'm thinking about taking on this opportunity and going to an HBCU. The upside of Thibodeau, he's a great rusher. He's get off the ball quick. He's got a great lean. The only reason he wouldn't get taken in the top three or taken at one is the league has has this, this thing. 
it's a it's like if you have interest outside the NFL, you're not taking the NFL seriously. So they will ding you for it. So that could be the reason why Thibodeau isn't taking because the kid has a lot of interest outside of the league. He's one of the most well-rounded people. And there's actually a commercial, if you've seen on NFL Network, where he donates a lot of his time to outside projects. So I say one, Thibodeau. Again, reasons, left tackle, you already signed him, scratches that off. Personal relationship with Michigan and Aiden Hutchinson, scratch him off. This is the next best player on the board. So now let's fast forward to the Washington Commanders. And it's going to take me a while to say that because I'm not used to saying Commanders. And if I say Redskins, I apologize in advance because I've been saying Redskins for 44 years. So I just can't jump over to the other name, but I accept the new name. So the Washington Commanders are in a great spot. Um, I think there's one or three guys that's going to be at 11. I'm not going to cheat and say, oh, trade down because I'd rather make a decision now. And trade down is the easy talk. Because you can say, oh, we're going to trade down to 20 with Pittsburgh and pick up picks. Well, I don't know if Pittsburgh's really going to be willing to trade up. Because Pittsburgh isn't a team that typically trades up. So I wouldn't get myself caught up in that thought process. So I say, all right, Washington's going to be stuck at 11. What are their options? Option one, Kyle Hamilton. Safety, Notre Dame. I love the kid. I'm a big Notre Dame fan. So... I've seen him for four, year, for four years or three years, I should say. So I love everything he does. Um, he is a little slow at times. He doesn't always take the best angles. But he's a dynamic safety. He's probably easily, well, not probably and not easily. He would be the best safety this football team has had since Sean Taylor. Um, the only thing is, I don't know if he gets there to us. And the reason I don't know that is because the New York Giants sit in front. And the Giants have two picks, and the Giants, I think, would take an offensive lineman with one of those picks. And the next pick, I think, they take a safety because they just lost Jabril Peppers. They just lost Logan Ryan. So they could team him up with Julian Love. That gives you two Notre Dame fighting Irish guys at your safety positions and locks down the safety position for the next couple years. So I'm not sure if he's going to make it to 11, but all the mocks have him making it to 11. Personally, if he's there at 11 for Washington, I run, don't walk the card up. I don't even take the 10 minutes. Um, if I do take 10 minutes, it's only because the NFL Network and ESPN has to get out their package of highlights for the guy that was taken before him. So I think Hamilton, if he falls, is the safe choice for Washington. Now, scenario, if that doesn't happen, of course, Washington's next high on receiver. Um, I send out a top five list earlier today of my top five receivers after just watching some tape last night. I had one, Jamison Williams, Alabama, two, Garrett Wilson, three, Drake London, four, I think it's Alave slash, um, oh, I just draw a blank on the last guy's name. Um, so, oh, and Watson, because I think Alave and Watson from North Dakota State are the same guy. So when we get to this point, I think easily Jamison Williams, even though he's coming off the knee, we know that ACLs are easily healed. Most guys come back in nine months. I think he's off the board early. I think Atlanta might be the honey spot for him. If not Atlanta, the New York Jets. Garrett Wilson is my two guy. Boom. I think he's gone to it. Um, whoever doesn't take Jamison. So if it's if if Atlanta passes on him, 
I mean, if, yeah, if they pass on him, then I think he goes to the Jets or vice versa. So I can see those two guys kind of inter-switching or being in different places. So one could be at Atlanta, the other could be at the Jets. But I don't think the two of them make it to Washington. So with that being said, I'm down to the choice of London or Olave. I think with Terry and Deami Brown, you kind of have a Chris Olave already between those two guys. So I wouldn't draft that guy just because I feel like I'm in the same mix. Olave's about a 6'4", 225-pound kid. He's great at 50-50 catches. Um, he'd almost be more like a Keenan Allen because of the way he gets off his breaks and he can get separation at the top or at the stem of a route. So personally, I think it's Drake London that goes to Washington at 11. And that's also with Hamilton being off the board. So again, Washington has two options in the eyes of the Midnight Rider. That is one, Kyle Hamilton if he falls. If that scenario doesn't happen, then we're taking Drake London. Um, I wish I could say it better than that, but of course, we're talking about draft day and anything can happen. Uh, what was it? A couple years ago, everybody had Jonathan Allen in their top five. He actually falls down to 17 to Washington. So things can happen. So that's why the beauty of the draft is his ability to be unpredictable. And you have to be flexible in the moments. Now, there's also a possibility, since we're talking about trade partners, the New Orleans Saints desperately need a wide receiver. Um, they could come up to 11 trade back with me at Washington, trade back in that scenario. That's another option for them. Another option that might surprise people is the Baltimore Ravens may want to come in there, take either an offensive lineman because one of the tackles might be falling. So this might be the place for the Ravens to pick somebody to take the place of Ronnie Stanley, who's been hurt the last couple of years. So again, the draft is always a fluid situation. I think one overall, Kayvon Thibodeau, it's not what everybody else is picking, but I don't follow everybody's trend. And again, we laid it out earlier. Robinson signed uh, the Hutchinson issue, quote-unquote, allegedly. So I just think Kayvon Thibodeau is the best value coming up next. When it comes to Washington, Hamilton falls. We're taking Hamilton in my book. If he doesn't fall to us, then the next option is Drake London. So this is the Midnight Rider, BC, member of the Sideline Junkies. Thanking KG and the Sideline Junkies for this time. I wish you a merry draft day. A happy draft day. Whatever you want to call it. You can check us out because I think we're going live on draft day right before the Washington pick. This is the Midnight Writer signing off. Because I was told that we don't do no overtime. So we're out. Peace. Have a great day.